picture this. You're walking through the tallest mountains on earth, the Himalayas, and you suddenly see a deer running at breakneck pace down a near vertical mountainside. Behind it, also running down this sheer slope at breakneck pace, you see a large white cat with dark rosettes as it races to catch its meal. You have just caught a glimpse of the snow leopard, one of the most elusive, fascinating, and poorly studied felines on Earth. Hello everyone and welcome to Secrets of the Animal Kingdom, Unearthed. Today, we're looking at the snow leopard, a species of large cat found in the mountains of Central Asia, ranging from the Himalayas in India all the way to the Kangai Mountains of Mongolia and the Tian Shan Mountains of Tajikistan, an enormous range of over 2.8 million square kilometers. Now, the more attentive of you may have noticed that it is part of the genus Panthera, which you may recognize as being the genus that also includes lions, tigers, leopards, and jaguars. So let's start with the snow leopard's taxonomy, that is, where it is classified in the tree of life. When it was first described, the snow leopard was not classified in the Panthera genus. Instead, it was mostly described as being in the monotypic genus Uncia, the scientific name of Uncia Uncia. However, this has now been revised with the help of phylogenetic studies, which use an animal's genetic code to figure out its evolutionary history and or taxonomy. It has since been classified among the five other big cats in the genus Panthera. However, unique among the five species of this genus, the snow leopard cannot roar due to its smaller vocal folds. While you might think that the snow leopard would be most closely related to the leopard, this is not actually true. And the snow leopard is most closely related to the tiger, as proven by genetic analysis. Snow leopards have a mostly light grayish coat with dark rosettes all over the body and dark spots over the face and neck, which gives them excellent camouflage in their mountainous native habitat. Males are larger than females, at around 110 pounds, while females are around 80 pounds. They are about 2 meters long, excluding the tail, which makes them the smallest of the five big cats. It has a thick, soft coat with hair up to 2 inches long for insulation from the bitter cold that characterizes their environment. Some other adaptations that they have for the cold include their thick tails, used as a sort of blanket while sleeping, and their comparatively large nasal cavities which help warm up and humidify the cold, dry air and also increases the amount of air taken in in each breath, which is important because the air at high altitudes contains significantly less oxygen. The mountains they live in are also rocky and very steep, and they often have to run down these mountainsides for hunting, and so have many adaptations to maintain their balance and footing. For example, their long and thick tail helps with balance, while their broad, fur-covered paws help keep their footing. A slip could lead to serious injury or worse. As you can probably tell, these cats are highly specialized and adapted for the unique, harsh environment that they live in. As I said before, snow leopards are found across a huge range of mostly arid mountains across Central Asia. They live in the alpine and semi-alpine zones of the mountains, ascending as far as 6,000 meters in the summer while coming down to lower ranges of around 1,500 meters in the winter. Most of this habitat is extremely harsh and thus unexplored, making the snow leopard a difficult animal to study. 
Because of how arid and unproductive its home range is, snow leopards can have enormous territories of up to a thousand square kilometers. For comparison, New York City is about 700 to 800 square kilometers. However, there is a lot of variation in the reported territory of snow leopards across their range. One study in Nepal found that snow leopard territories were between 12 and 39 square kilometers, but one Nepali leopard that was satellite tagged was found to roam an area of over 400 square kilometers. They use set marks to delineate their territories and travel routes, but many snow leopard home ranges overlap with each other. Snow leopards are the apex predators across their range and hunt a wide variety of prey organisms, pretty much anything they can catch. Their diet does depend on prey availability and thus varies widely across their range. However, snow leopards primarily eat large prey at least as large as the snow leopard itself. The most common prey animals are blue sheep, Siberian ibex, and Himalayan tire. Curiously, they also do eat some vegetation, possibly as a source of vitamins or to aid in digestion. This does not make it unique among cats. Other cats like lions, tigers, and probably your own house cat also occasionally eat vegetation. Despite being the apex predators of their range, the snow leopard is notoriously shy and reclusive. On top of their secretive nature, they are excellently camouflaged, usually solitary, and crepuscular, active mostly at dawn and dusk, making them one of the hardest animals to spot in the wild. It is so elusive, in fact, that it is often referred to as the ghost of the mountains. The ghost comparison is made even more creepy by the fact that when trekking through their range, one often sees signs of snow leopard habitation. A large carcass here, scrape marks on a tree there, and perhaps the smell of leopard pee in the air. While they do attack and kill livestock, snow leopards do not attack humans, and will often flee from kills if a human shows up. Unfortunately, the snow leopard, like so, so many others, is threatened by human activities. It is listed as vulnerable by the IUCN, but estimates vary widely over just how many snow leopards remain in the wild, from as low as 2,710 to as high as 7,500. This is because the snow leopard is, as mentioned before, really, really, really hard to study. The overall population trend is believed to be stable or even moderately increasing in some areas but declining in some others. The major threat to snow leopard populations is poaching. Various parts of the snow leopard are used for medicinal or other purposes by the Tibetan and Mongolian cultures, and so while snow leopard hunting is banned across most of their habitat, illegal poaching and trafficking of snow leopards remain rampant. A 2016 report published by Traffic, a youth group working against wildlife trade, found that up to 450 snow leopards are poached every year, with the authors even saying the real numbers may be even higher. This is quite a significant number, especially for an animal whose numbers are probably in the mid-1000s. Poaching was especially problematic in the 16 or so years after the fall of the Soviet Union, although this temporary uptick has since slowed down. Poaching of the snow leopard's prey species can also pose a threat. This can force snow leopards to hunt livestock, which leads to conflict with humans. Further threats to the snow leopard include, but are not limited to, climate change and its influence on the snow leopard's habitat, as well as development in their natural habitat. Snow leopards are keystone species, 
which are species that are especially important for the health of their ecosystem, making them particularly important to conserve. So what steps have we taken to preserve this majestic species? Well, thankfully, the answer is quite positive. They are protected by a law across most of their enormous range, while stringent anti-poaching efforts have made significant headway in places like Russia, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, and Kazakhstan. Large parts of the snow leopard's range have also been protected. Some of these protected areas even cross national boundaries. Initiatives have been put in place to prevent conflict with herders. These include livestock insurance, the strengthening of corrals to stop snow leopards from breaking into livestock herds, a program pioneered by the Snow Leopard Trust in Mongolia and Kyrgyzstan to increase local incomes by providing training in the manufacture of handicrafts and access to international markets in exchange for locals agreeing not to poach snow leopards or their prey and take part in environmental education programs. These and other measures help ensure that snow leopards are seen more positively by local communities and prevent them from killing snow leopards in retaliation or out of fear. The animal is still undoubtedly threatened, and so the continuation and expansion of these programs is necessary for its continued existence. In conclusion, the snow leopard stands as a majestic and enigmatic symbol the high mountains it calls home. Its unique adaptations and elusive nature showcase the lengths to which evolution must go to create an animal so uniquely adapted to thrive in one of the harshest environments on Earth. Yet it remains threatened by a variety of factors, and so conservation methods remain critical to protect and preserve this magnificent species and, in doing so, conserve the unique habitat it inhabits. So I really hope you found that video interesting. Do not forget to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. I know you probably hear that a lot, but still do it. And I'll see you next time.